Hey y'all, it's A Few Minutes with a Few podcast. I'm Lily. And I'm Maddie. And we have a passion for seeing people make Jesus number one in their everyday lives. We want to get serious about being serious for Jesus. Will you join us? Hey everybody, welcome back to the show. Happy Monday to y'all. We are excited to be jumping in today with you guys. Excuse my voice, I don't know. We've been recording last night and then this morning and I don't even know how to explain it, but it's like week and I always get like this on Thursday nights during Bible study, usually because I'm talking louder during Bible study for Zoom, but my voice gets like this. So please excuse it if it sounds (laughs) bad in the recording, but today we are going to be jumping into a lot of stuff. And I think that so many people deal with this on a daily basis. And so Maddie and I kind of wanted to share some things that we have had to learn, especially this past year, I feel like, dealing with people and just everything that comes with that, okay? Mm -hmm. Because people tend to just really get annoying. (laughs) I don't know how else to say it. It's just, it can sometimes be so frustrating in our everyday lives. It can really ruin things that you genuinely enjoy. And I relate to that so much. There are people in my life, especially this past year, that I have had to learn how to love them despite their flaws and try to understand like what makes them function that way, what makes them say this certain thing or do this certain thing when they're around me or whatever. And when you start to learn that stuff, it can just help you to be able to kind of give grace um, and to kind of let it go a little bit more than you would normally be able to. So Mm -hmm. with that said, we're going to be jumping into people problems today and sharing all that stuff. But before we get into all that, I want Maddie to share like what has been going on. We did a mini-sode and stuff, so we want to catch you up on that in case you missed it and uh, all of our social media stuff because it feels like stuff is changing day to day and it's all different. Yeah, so We've got the Rumble channel is up now. Mm-hmm. We're hoping to get a vlog up very, very soon. Yeah, for sure. Um, hopefully within the next couple weeks. Hopefully within the next week, honestly. We yeah. want to be able to start vlogging as soon as possible, but mm-hmm. we do want it to look nice. and We be, don't want to rush into it. And yeah, just, we want to know what we're doing before we post anything and yeah. just learn all the different editing stuff, and then also have some good content that people would actually be interested in watching. Right. So we also did a mini-sode, like Lily said, on Saturday. That was, they embarrassed her for being a 45 supporter. Uh, Very, very interesting. We kind of talked about embarrassment and intimidation and how we as Christians and how, well, just in general, how we deal with that embarrassment, you know, when people are just kind of rude. And then me and Lily gave some examples of things that have happened in our lives where we've been embarrassed or kind of belittled or uh, intimidated. So anyway, 
you can go and listen to that episode. That's the one right before this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, very good one if you want to go listen to that. And then obviously we've been posting a lot on our blog, yeah. especially because Parlor is down. Um, they're still trying to get all their data stuff figured out, um, which is so depressing. It's it really so is sad. so sad. Um, because, like, I love Parlor. Mm-hmm. I love it so I much. I genuinely do. And so, we've been doing a lot more stuff on our blog so that you guys can still see some of the things that we've been doing. We started a column called The Maskless Correspondent. Well, I guess it's like a new page on the blog, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like new, page. new page. Yeah. And so, that, we just post something on that every Every day, pretty We're much. trying to do every day. No um, promises. It's yeah. usually just something short and sweet, you know? Yeah, it's point. not like a full blog post no. every day. Um, something that we would normally post on Parlor or Facebook right. or whatever. Uh, if you didn't know, we are completely done with Facebook. Our account is still there. We didn't delete our account just because people could possibly still see some of our stuff over there. And we just didn't really want to take all of that down with all mm-hmm. of our posts, all of our pictures and everything. Right. If, uh, we, if we want to go back, we can access our lives and yeah. all that stuff too. Um, so you guys can still look at some of our stuff on Facebook. We just aren't posting there anymore. That would just be old posts. Mm-hmm. So obviously we're still on Instagram and everything. Uh, anything else? I don't think so. Okay. I think that's it. All right. So let's jump into today. 2020. I don't know about y'all, but... I think 2020 was really um, stressful for everybody, obviously, right? All the changes, all the stuff that happened with schooling and work and people were just really stressed, right? Mm -hmm. And you could tell that the atmosphere in the world and stuff, the culture, everything has just changed and everybody's just stressed of like, well, am I going to get in trouble for not wearing this or for not doing this or whatever, you know? And it's just gotten to the point where we're worried um, and we're anxious about everything. And I think that that flowed into a lot of friendships and a lot of relationships and families. We saw divorces, you know, the rates for that has gone crazy. Yeah. Suicides, um, just a lot of brokenness, a lot of broken families that are dealing with stuff. And I think that obviously people are just people, right? We have people problems on a daily basis, no matter if we're dealing with a pandemic or not. But I feel like a lot of that got worse. It got kind of heightened with mm-hmm. all of the anxiety and all the nervousness and stress. Just because every- tensions were kind right. of high. Exactly. And so I know that I personally felt that. Um, not just, I mean, our family, I guess we kind of backed off a little bit from like going out and doing that stuff, not because we were necessarily scared or anything, but because we didn't want to have to wear face covering and do all that stuff, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And it just kind of like ruined us going out and doing things. And so it wasn't necessarily stress from that, but just stress of like, we can't go anywhere. We can't do anything. Well, and it was also super, it was a lot harder to connect with people. Right. Um, just because like it's only text or call, you can't actually right. see someone because like Willie said, we weren't afraid to be in contact no. with anyone. We weren't worried about it at all, but other people were. And right. so that made it a lot more Hard. difficult for ministry mm-hmm. also. Which flowed into a lot of, I feel like me and Maddie's friendships because, you know, we had different groups that we were involved with and different things that we were doing there. I don't, I don't want to like give any examples, obviously. Because 
you know, anybody can listen to this and I don't yeah. want to make it seem like we're trying to pick somebody out or anything like that because we're not. Um, we are talking people problems in general. Like we are not trying to target anyone or anything like that. But I think that a lot of people just showed their true character under that stress uh, in 2020. Mm-hmm. And I think that this is my problem, okay? Maddie, not so much, but I think I take it more personally. Like, if I'm friends with somebody or, you know, we have a relationship with somebody, if we're close, we're spending time together, you know, all this stuff, and then they go farther than they should um, as far as what they say or they, you know, do something that is not godly or whatever, you know, I'm just trying to give mm-hmm. examples here. If they show me their character in one of those ways, then I'm the type of person that is like, okay, you just showed me who you are. I'm not going to spend time with you anymore. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to be nice to you. Yeah, not in like a spiteful way. It's just kind of like, well, I don't want to be around you. I wouldn't have made that decision (laughs) and I'm not going to associate myself with someone who could possibly uh, do something that they definitely shouldn't do. Right. And... I get pulled into it. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I really don't know how to explain that very well because, like, we don't want to spite anybody. No, we don't want to no, be no. mean. It's right. just that, well, you made that decision and I'm not going to make the same decision as you. So, right. you know. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes the Lord can work that out by himself without you having to distance yourself from them. Right. Uh, even if you would just let them know, like, I did not agree with that decision. Mm-hmm. I don't think that that was something you should have done or said. Right. Um, that was really rude, you know, that kind of thing. I think that the Lord can oftentimes take care of that himself without Absolutely. you having to distance yourself from them because they, you know, get offended or they take it the wrong way or they just think you're a spoil sport or mm-hmm. whatever. So anyway, back to your right. point. Sorry. And so, and I think that that has gone into, like, people make fun of me a lot of times because I don't like hanging out in large groups. I don't like any of that. And for the most part, I'm, like, I like hanging around people. I like mm-hmm. having friends. I like that kind of stuff. I'm not, Maddie is definitely the introvert. Like, she yeah, would. I could be by myself for the next year and I and love it. She would be fine. Me, however, I I like, you know, spending time with people and mm-hmm doing things, going out, that kind of thing. Yeah. But I don't like specifically large girl groups, like friend groups. Especially girl groups. Especially girl groups. Because, not that I'd ever hang out in a guy group, but you know what I'm <laughs> just saying. Just girl groups. Just girl groups. Know. I just, I don't like it because there's just so much drama, obviously. But besides that, what happens in those groups a lot of times is that there's usually like a ringleader, right? Mm-hmm. Obviously. And I'm just naturally the leader. Like, I, I have that type of personality that if I go into a group or whatever, not because I think that I'm better than anybody else or anything. That's just my personality. Like, if we need it's to make a decision, funny because I'll make a decision. Lily is exactly like dad when it comes to personality. And everybody tells me that. And, yeah, everybody tells me that. And then I'm exactly like our mom when it comes to everything. Yeah. Like, me and my mom could just <laughs> chill at home for the next month. Yeah. By ourselves. You just went from a year to a month. I could do a year. <laughs> Actually, she could do yesterday, more than a year. I was just like, I was really done with people yesterday, <laughs> honestly. And so I was like, I just need a week where no one talks to me and just don't mess with me. Just let me watch my British TV shows oh my gosh. and leave me alone. <laughs> but I'm not like that. You know what I'm saying? No, like, Lily's, I, Lily likes being with people. Right. 
But she's not necessarily, like, an extrovert. Like, right. oh, I have to talk to people all the time. Like, oh, no, my gosh. No. But, right. yeah. But I enjoy it. Yeah. You know? Like, yeah. how I have a weird personality, okay? <laughs> anyway, I just hate the girl groups and stuff for that reason because a lot of times you have a ringleader um, that tries to get the other girls to do stuff that they shouldn't do. You know, whatever it may be, just bad choices or saying something to somebody that is just rude or being rude around that person that they're talking about or whatever that happens a lot in girl groups. And what a lot of the girls who are not leaders, right, who don't, like, they're perfectly okay with just being a part of the group and following along, they just do it. They just do whatever the ringleader says because she said it, right? And and yeah. it's just how it normally works. And so I don't like that because it causes a lot of tension. It causes a lot of different things. Like, I'm totally fine. If there is somebody else who is a good, godly, you know, lady who is leading a Bible study group or just a girl group hanging out of friends or whatever, I'm totally fine with that. I don't mm-hmm. need to make all the decisions. I don't need to be the one. You're not, like, obsessive over the leadership Who tries to control or whatever. Like, I I don't necessarily need that. Yeah. But if they're not making godly choices, if they're not doing that as the leader, then my tendency is to step in and say something, Mm -hmm. which usually doesn't end well for them because they think that, oh, it's, it's not that big of a deal, you know, whatever, you're not being fun. And then I get blamed for being, you know, somebody who's too serious for Jesus and who makes too radical choices. And I'm totally okay with that. But I think that when they show me that side, that's, I'm going like all around. Here's a little (laughs) rant. I think that when people show me that, when they show me what kind of leader they are, my tendency is to usually go, okay, I see where your priorities are. I see Mm -hmm. that you're obviously not trying to lead others to Jesus by, you know, being in this group or just, you know, you're not leading this friend towards Jesus, helping her, whatever it may be. I don't know. And what I usually do is like, okay, I don't need to hang out with them anymore, right? Yeah, that's a good way to put it is that their priorities are clearly not mixed up. Right. And they are obviously like trying to gain something from everyone else. And a lot of times in the teenage girl groups that we're in, a lot of the time that's drama. That's, you know, we got to talk about all our crushes and we have to talk about this and we have to talk about that. And so I think that that's a good way to put it is that you see where their priorities are at. And when you already have your priorities lined up where you think they need to be, and which hopefully you've prayed about where they need to be. um, And not that they're always right. Yeah, I mean, we can it's totally like make perfect. mistakes, right? Like that's super easy to do to get your priorities mixed up, right. and that's oftentimes why we have so many people problems because people just really don't assess where their priorities are. Absolutely. But I think that when you have your priorities set mm-hmm. and you aren't willing to compromise those, and then they have their priorities and they are not willing to compromise theirs either, then I think that you just kind of both go your own way. Uh, a lot of the time, which has happened like many times with us. And I, and I would add to that. Francis Chan has a quote. That's what we were trying to focus on. That's like where (laughs) we started. Francis Chan has a quote that said, we all need a Judas to become like Jesus. And I think that that is so true. Like there's so much truth in that because 
uh, we all need that person that challenges us, that makes us look at our priorities yeah, and makes us realize like, okay, that is wrong. Like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to lead other people down that path or I don't want to set this kind of example for them because that's going to hurt their relationship with Jesus. That's going to not encourage them, not challenge them to be better. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times we, of course, have to be those those people Christian, whatever you want to say, we have to be that Christian that looks at the Judases in our lives. (laughs) Not that we're like some great, you know, Jesus or something, but we have to look at those people and be willing to love them despite their flaws. And that is the hardest thing for me because when I see that their priorities aren't right, and like Maddie said, that they aren't willing to change mm-hmm. and become more like Jesus. I'm just like, okay, you're wasting my time. See ya, right? Like, I don't need to hang out with you. Um, and in those groups, girl groups, whatever. If you're a guy listening, sorry, we keep referring to girl groups. I'm, well, I'm I sure think it this applies to guy anybody. Groups too, just right. with the, you know, I mean, sports. There's just yeah, so yeah. much that everybody obsesses over all right. the time. So yeah. So I think that. Loving them despite their flaws, loving them even if they're not willing to change has been the hardest part for me to learn because I see that, okay, you are functioning this way because you're not secure with Jesus. You don't, you haven't surrendered this part of your life to Jesus. Mm -hmm. Therefore, you act this way. Therefore, you have to be bigger than everybody else like we talked in the latest episode about. So part of me just like in having the bold personality that I do, I want to just look them in the eyes and say, uh, here's why you act like this and here's how you fix it, right? Here, Mm -hmm. like get your priorities straight. Jesus needs to be first, blah, 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 lay it out, right? That's my tendency. That's what I want to do. But I have to learn to be uh, like Jesus around those people and to say, okay, here is why they act this way. And to recognize that. And we, uh, we've we talked so many times about Pete and how he helps us to like really just look at people through the eyes of Jesus and look at them and say, okay, here's where they're struggling and that's why they act this way. It's not because they're trying to And here's how I can try and help them. Exactly. It's not necessarily that they are really, really trying to be mean. Mm-hmm. It's just that that's a symptom of uh, whatever they haven't surrendered to Jesus. And so I think that if we are able to look at those things, to look at people through that kind of lens that and have that perspective, I think that we're better able to love people the way that Jesus would want us to, even if they are hard to deal with, even if they are, I mean, trust me guys, there are some people that I'm like, I just don't, I, I you like come in at my life at the worst possible time. Mm-hmm. And then you act like we're besties. You act like we're this, that, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to be that because you've proven who you are to me. And my mom always says she has like, this is, you know, it's very well known in our household. You can be friendly without being friends. And I have had to take that advice so many times and go, okay, I do not have to be your best friend. I don't necessarily have to hang out in your group. I don't Mm -hmm. need to text you every day, but I'll still be friendly. If you text me, if you want to hang out for a little bit, or whatever, you know, then be friendly. Do that with them because you know what? You might be able to pour into them a little bit in that time and have that friendship that one day, hey, maybe they will change their priorities. Maybe they will get their lives on track and really focus on Jesus. And then they'll be like, you know what? You were right. You were right in this area. And I want to be more like that. And a lot of times in girl groups specifically, I know we keep going back to that, 
all of that is usually, it usually flows out of this jealousy, right? It usually flows out of this comparison uh, trap that girls get themselves into of, well, she's a better leader than I am, so I have to get on her level, right? I have to act like I'm all that or whatever. And and then there's just so much tension. There's so much stuff. And if we could just recognize that they may be my Judas, they may be that person in my life that I really struggle to deal with. I really struggle to be friendly to even, but I, I need to because that's what Jesus would do. And it has to be genuine too. Like, you know, it can't be just, well, I know that that's what Jesus would do and I don't want to be mean, so I have to be nice to them. Mm-hmm. It needs to be a genuine, like, I will be friendly to you because I know that you're created in the image of God and that Jesus loves you and that I may be the only person that is bringing you closer to him by being friendly even to you. Yeah, and I think that sometimes something that I've noticed in our lives mm-hmm. is that sometimes you try and you try and you try and you try and then you try some more and nothing helps or right. nothing makes them see how their priorities are mixed up mm-hmm. or how they are extremely rude in this area mm-hmm. or, you know, just different examples. In girl groups especially, <laughs> something that girls do, I don't know why they do it, is that they will literally be mean to someone mm-hmm. discreetly but in their face. Like, literally, I know that doesn't make sense, but I'm sure lots of... If you're a teen girl, then you know what we mean. Yeah, I'm sure lots of you know what we're talking about, but they'll be standing right there, and then, you know, they'll have little code names for the person they don't like, or they'll be, you know, just kind Mm -hmm. of make a comment that's targeted toward that person or whatever. I can't stand that. But they'll talk under their breath or whatever. Or they'll, like, you know, roll their eyes Mm -hmm. when they speak. Anyway, I can't stand that. And that is seriously something that, like, pushes me over the edge. Like, <laughs> seriously? I mean... So, if you're Maddie's Judas, you better watch out. <laughs> <laughs> um, that just makes me so mad because that has happened to me and Lily. People have done that to mm-hmm. me and Lily. And it seriously is annoying and it makes you mad. And then it's even harder to be like Jesus. And so... Anyway, back to my main point. I really don't know where I was going with that. Sometimes you can try and try and try and you can genuinely care about this person Mm -hmm. and nothing is ever going to change. Simply because maybe you're the only influence in their life who's telling them something different than what everyone else is. So, I mean, those are like horrible odds because when their family, their other friends are telling them this one thing and then you're telling them the opposite of that and you're the only one telling them the opposite, it is so hard for them to change personally. Like, it's hard for them too, Mm -hmm. not just you. But sometimes you can try and try and try to fix this person or make them better and it's just not going to work. And so at some point, obviously after lots and lots of prayer and you've got to seek Jesus like crazy when you're making this decision. But at some point you have got to say, okay. And, but you don't necessarily give up on them. No, you don't give up. You just, you can't make that your main focus. Right. 
You can't let right. that consume your life mm-hmm. because that has happened so many times to me and Lily. And there are so many unnecessary sleepless nights and so many unnecessary yeah. discussions with these people. Mm-hmm. And it just, it affects your life more than it does theirs. It makes you more stressed than it does them. Right. And so, because like a lot Lily of times, said, they don't even realize it. Right? Yeah. A lot of times they're not even aware that they are the Judas in your life, mm-hmm. okay? Like, let's just be real talk here. They do not realize that their symptoms and how they're being mean to people, how they're gossiping, how they're, you know, drama, boys, girls, whatever it may be, um, they don't realize that that's a symptom of what they haven't surrendered to Jesus. Mm-hmm. And I think that if you can notice that, right, I keep coming back to this and I have to remind myself of it when I deal with these kinds of people is that if I can realize why they act that way, what makes them, you know, what triggers them, what makes them act this way around this person or do this, then I can really understand their relationship with Jesus Mm -hmm. and how much of a priority it really is in their lives and how much time. I want to spend with them, how much time I want to associate myself with them. Because, and that's the other thing, a lot of times um, me and Maddie, when we're hanging out with other girls, when we're doing that stuff, Maddie and I have to be really careful because we have a ministry to protect as well. And we take that very seriously, probably more seriously than we need to. But we take it really seriously that if we're hanging out with other girls, if we're, you know, spending time with them, then it is hopefully benefiting us and making us closer to Jesus, you know, helping us to grow and them. And that it is also, you know, if people see us around them or hanging out or whatever, then it is a good association. Because Mm -hmm. I know that so many times I'll look at different pastors or whatever, and if they speak at a certain kind of church or if they're involved with another, if they're involved with a famous person that is not Christian or whatever, you know, you you question that. Mm -hmm. It's just, natural right and and we should question it we don't know any famous people though <laughs> no no but i'm just saying like you yeah know, big pastors whatever if you listen to them and you know they mention oh yeah i'm friends with this person and we did this together whatever my mind is always like oh okay that's interesting you know like why are they friends with them why are they hanging out with them you know are they associating themselves with that ministry or whatever mm-hmm And so Maddie and I are very careful about who we associate ourselves with because, you know what, if they make a bad choice, right, somebody in the girl group or whatever uh, that we're hanging out with or just a friend in general makes a really bad choice or says something they shouldn't or, um, you know, spreads drama about the few or about me and Maddie or whatever, then that could potentially hurt our ministry because, and hopefully it would be a lie, right? Because mm-hmm. we wouldn't be uh, involved in that stuff. And so that's why we also protect ourselves from those kinds of people that would cause that division and cause that um, drama and gossip around that because we're trying to protect our, our character, really. It's not even about a reputation or whatever, because I know that there's going to be lies about stuff and, mm-hmm. you know, that just comes with doing things and, and, uh, sharing your opinion about things, but hopefully by the way we conduct ourselves, we're able to show that we are serious about Jesus, even when it comes to hanging out with certain friends or, uh, doing certain activities too. Mm -hmm. And it's super easy to lower yourself to their level just Mm -hmm. because, and this has happened for me and Lily a lot in groups that we were hanging out with or whatever, that everyone else 
wants to follow that ringleader who is dramatic and who wants to do things that we probably shouldn't be doing. Right. And it, and I mean, we're not talking about like illegal stuff or anything. No, no. It's simply just, you know, gossiping about that person that they don't like. There's so many different things that happen mm-hmm. in those groups. And honestly, sometimes they don't even look bad. Mm-hmm. Like they don't even look like, well, we should not be doing that. Like right. no way. And so it's so easy to get caught in that trap of, well, yeah, I don't like that person either. Like they said this to me and then they did that. And then, you know, blah, blah, blah. It's almost right. Yeah. And so it's so easy to get caught up in that. And that's why you always have to be conscious of your priorities. That's why you Absolutely. have to set priorities before you're put in a situation where you may have to compromise those. Yeah. And you should have already made up in your mind, no, I'm not going to compromise those. I'm going to stick with what I believe in. And if that means that I don't hang out with this group anymore, so be it. Whatever. Because honestly, it's not that big of a loss. Yeah. Because they aren't even... They're not growing you, obviously. Yeah. And so you're not benefiting from their company at all. Mm -hmm. Anyway, moral of the story is that you are going to have so many people in your life that are so difficult. And it'll be... We're giving you hope right now, guys. Yes, this is it's just so going to be, joyful. you know, you're just going to have so many people that just want to, you know, make We're you pull your life. hair out. Um, <laughs> but, like, with me and Lily, we've had so many, so many girls who we think, yes, they are our person. They are, like, on our level. They believe the same things as us. Right. They... Uh, they have standards. They Their aren't going to do these things. Or, yeah. And no, mm-hmm. nope. Usually not the case. You know, we're like, this, this is our new best friend. Right. And then three months later, it's like, nope. You're just yeah. yourself like, to me. So, and that has like ruined me and Lily for friendships and things mm-hmm. because you're constantly thinking, well, don't get too attached because it's going to be over in a couple months. Like, and it could even be a couple years. Like you, this is your absolute yeah. best friend. And mm. then they, you know, go off the rails or something. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but it sounds like we're talking about alcohol or drugs or no, something it's, dumb like that. Yeah. It, it's not even that serious. Well, it's like stupid choices, but right. I've got to laugh had- not to cry about this <laughs> stuff. Like, it's just so, it's frustrating a lot. And like... I'm pretty sure we have conversations every every oh. other day, every day about, you know, difficult people in our lives that, okay, how can I handle this? Because we had they one did yesterday. This. Yeah, yeah. Yesterday. I'm pretty sure we're probably going to have one today, you know, after recording yeah, this. Probably. I don't know. Um, because people are just like that. And I I know it's probably worse for people who are in ministry because you, yeah. you see on a deeper level, like, who they truly are. Mm-hmm. And it comes out. It always comes out and I always every time like there are times that I literally pray like Lord do not let this person prove themselves to me do not let them uh you know say something let me be happy in my ignorance like just keep me you know blinded I personally and I've had to tell friends like this like I've literally told friends that have you know shown who they really are to me I have literally told them listen you're, you can call me crazy. You can whatever, but the Lord has given me a gift of discernment. And so whenever 
somebody does something or says something, like, I can see what they mean by that. When a lot of people would just be like, oh, okay, you know, or whatever, and just blow it off and not notice. And Maddie does too. And so, whenever they do that, or they kind of, you know, make a wrong choice or whatever, uh, we can see, okay, that's who you really are, right? And it's hard to love people when you're able to discern those things because Mm -hmm. you know why they said that. You know that that's actually in their hearts. And so it's hard to just go on and be friends and be besties after they prove themselves in that way. And so that's something that both of us, especially in ministry, have had to figure out like, okay, we're not going to get too attached. We don't want to necessarily be besties because that's who you really are. And we see that even if others don't see that. And Mm -hmm. so, and it is also very disappointing and frustrating when other people don't see that, Yeah, you know, because you're like, do you not see? Especially when that happens. Oh, like you don't see that what they just said goes back to this and that Mm -hmm. that's like this, uh, you know, when people don't see that just makes me really, really frustrated. Yeah. Okay. Calm down. Okay. okay. I get Breathing exercise. (laughs) (laughs) Exhale. I get that everybody doesn't have the gift of discernment. So, you know, I don't know. It's just, it's frustrating. And we're not perfect all the time either. Like there have been so many times that we've gotten attached to people when they are like blatantly like we should have been. So like, (gasps) you know, have a nice life. You're going to deal with people all the time who frustrate you so much. And like dad and Pete tell us, you only have like, depending on how old you are, you only have 60 more years. So it's fine. You know, me and Maddie, I hope I don't have 60 more years. Well, we actually probably have more than 60 if people live as long as they're living right now. Mm. We probably have more than 60. I'll be 75. Yeah. Oh, it's it's annoying to think about. (laughs) I'm retiring by then. My goodness. (laughs) That then once I hit like, what's the normal retirement age? 65 65 or whatever. I will lock myself up <laughs> in my house. Dead. That will be my my bye bye uh, world. Yes, that'll oh be beautiful. Gosh. Anyway, this is wow. This do is you a have long a verse? episode? <laughs> yes, I do. Uh, okay, Galatians five fourteen through fifteen says, "For the whole law is fulfilled in one word: you shall love your neighbor as yourself. But if you bite and devour one another, watch out that you are not consumed by one another." I really like the last part of that verse about being consumed by each other because that is so easy to do, to be consumed by this other person's problems. Mm -hmm. And that's why sometimes it's just better to, you know, let it go and it's not worth it anymore to try. And I mean, that'll be after a while of Mm -hmm. trying. Don't expect that it'll be a week of difficult texts and phone calls (laughs) of, you know, you really shouldn't have done this. You should have said this differently or you know whatever and then you'll be like i just feel like the lord is telling me that i just need to move on (laughs) no it's probably going to be a while so yeah get some popcorn because (laughs) it'll it'll take a while before the lord says okay you're done (laughs) get some popcorn you know you probably won't be able to eat it because you'll be like crying (laughs) but the lord always gives you strength through this stuff and he helps you to see the traps that the enemy has laid mm-hmm. to quote scripture um because he doesn't want you to suffer no. needlessly right. he puts you through this stuff for a reason he gives you these judases mm-hmm. for a reason like if judas hadn't been one of the disciples right we'd all be doomed right now probably i mean the lord would have been able to use someone else but that's a specific example of like judas was a part of used, god's plan 
Yes, he was so used by the Lord. Like we all, I know we all hate Judas, like don't like him a lot, but the Lord puts Judas's in our lives for a reason. And we just got to put up with it for a while. And it, it's not going to be your whole entire life, probably with that one specific person. It might be 67 years from now. You're still dealing (laughs) with a certain situation. I mean, you know, you'll probably get finished with the other person and then, you know, wait a couple weeks. There'll be a new one. (laughs) Um, Anyway, we are so negative. We are so negative. We've got to stop this. Okay. You only got you 60 years. No, C.S. Yeah, Lewis can I do. C.S. help Lewis. us. I've actually been obsessed with C.S. Lewis lately. I've been reading his books, blog Lately. Posts. We've been obsessed with C.S. Lewis for a, while. For a yeah. long time. He has a quote that is just really reality for me. You mm-hmm. know, it's there's really no, like, secret message in this or something, you know, that we can explain to you guys or whatever. But it's just really reality. And he says... In your life, you meet people, some you never think about again, some you wonder what happened to them. There are some that you wonder if they even think about you, and then there are some you wish you never had to think about again, but you do. This is just reality for a lot of us, right? Mm -hmm. This is sin. The enemy uses these things to, like that verse said, consume us. And we have to focus on the good. Like if you don't focus on the good, if you don't focus on Jesus, if he isn't your priority, then those people will so easily consume you. And sometimes even if you are a Christian and you're walking this thing out, it can still consume you. Mm -hmm. It can still be so hard not to let the enemy just, you know, make you mean and make you um, into this person that you don't want to be, to have this attitude that you don't want to have. And like Maddie said, I think that sometimes the best advice for this situation is just to wait. Just give it some time. And I'm probably too good at that um, because yeah, I sometimes just, Lily waits too long. <laughs> I just put it off and put it off and put it off because I don't want to address it. Because and then I I'm hate, the person like, that will like rush into it and I'm yeah. like, come at me, you know? <laughs> but <laughs> put him I, up. I'm the person that's like, hey, I'll give you your time, yeah. you know, whatever. And then it goes too far and then I don't talk to them and it goes too far. And I think that there's just, there's a balance. There's a balance that you have to find in everything. It's a very fine line that you have to walk. Um, Because like so much prayer has to go into it and so much energy has to go into it. Because you don't want to like rush into it and then you completely ruin this relationship with this one person and then you ruin relationships with other people like sometimes you're connected to this person's church or you're connected to their family also but it's just this one person who is being difficult but then if you rush into it and you don't handle it the way that the lord wants you to you can ruin so many other Mm -hmm. good relationships where you can have fruitful ministry with those other people so there's your encouragement it's gonna take a while but but you grow through it yes really do there's always a purpose i know that everybody says that but truly you have to focus if you're walking it out with the lord Mm -hmm. there is always a lesson to be learned in it and we're still learning though yeah absolutely we have to learn how to be kind how to actually love people 
the way that he wants us to. And you never learn that if you don't have a Judas in your life. Yeah. And obviously a lot of us have more than one. And so, you know what? You're just going to be a saint by the end of this. Okay. There's your encouragement. You'll be a saint by the end of this. No, I'm just kidding. Um, you learn to be like Jesus in every way. That has to be your perspective. That has to be what you focus on in those kinds of friendships, relationships, whatever focus on Jesus, wait it out, pray about it, and he'll guide you as to what the next step is. And sometimes you just, this is, last thing, I we keep going. Uh, and sometimes there's sin yeah. in the world Call that we all have to deal with. Mm-hmm. And maybe you are someone's Judas. Right. Maybe you are someone that drives somebody else insane. <laughs> like, and this you, could be you. Pay attention. <laughs> but... We obviously don't do that intentionally, and they don't do it intentionally either. I know that sometimes you can be, like, eaten up by this stuff, and you're like, oh, they did that on purpose to irritate Mm -hmm. me. And But anyway, focus on Jesus through all this stuff. When you are humble and you are only focused on serving Jesus, Mm -hmm. and that's all you care about, it's so much easier to deal with those people. Yeah. And that's something that you can lose sight of super-duper easily. So... Very long episode. Sorry, but we hope that this encouraged you somehow, maybe. We always say um, this. <laughs> hope that was encouraging, guys. Go live it out. Yay. Oh. Anyway, but seriously, if you do this, I'm telling you, if you focus on Jesus, then the people problems in your life, it won't eat you up. It won't consume you because it teaches you to be patient, teaches you to love even more than you could ever, ever do on your own. Mm-hmm. And so that is a very precious lesson um, and something that we should be appreciative of. And there are going to be rewards. Not everyone that you come in contact with is going to ruin your life or anything. Like there's going to be people who are so worth Mm -hmm. the trials that you had to go to to meet this person or to get to pour into them. So there will be rewards. Like the Lord doesn't make you go through this for no reason. There's always going to be something that comes out of that. Or he uses it for a greater purpose. So, let's pray. Dear Lord, we just thank you for this day and for this episode. And I pray that you would help each and every one of us to truly uh, remain focused on you and your plan for our lives. And I pray that you would help us to just deal with these difficult people in the way that you want us to. I pray that you would help us not rush into confrontation or anything with these people who are frustrating. I pray that you would help us to deal with them in the way that you want us to and that you would use them to strengthen our faith. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. Let us know what you think. There are comments. Uh, I know you can comment on Podbean and a couple other places. It's just, you got to figure out how to do it. Um, There's, it's just everything's weird. different. <laughs> so make sure that you're doing that. Make sure you're downloading as you guys have always been doing. Y'all are awesome at that. Oh yeah, don't forget to rate and review us. If you listen on Apple Podcasts or even if you listen on a different platform but you have that, um, please rate and review us. At the bottom of the podcast um, on Apple Podcasts, there is 
an area to rate where there's stars. So you can do one to five. Please give us a five. (laughs) And then you can review us. And that's just a short comment that helps our podcast get out there to other people. Mm -hmm. Um, There are different, I know we've said it before, algorithms and different things that pick those words up or, you know, whatever. If you say inspiring or you say encouraging or challenging or truth or whatever, it'll pick it up and put it into a category or whatever that when people are searching for podcasts and everything, um, ours might come up. So that is just a great way that you can support the podcast, that you can support our ministry. And we appreciate that uh, so very much. So, so very much because you guys are a part of this as much as we are. We just sit here and record and you guys and the Lord does the rest. So thank you guys so much for listening and we will talk to y'all next week. Bye guys. (laughs) 